0: Welcome to episode nine, and Dear Black Girl, me, Tabby. Yes, yes, yes. I'm
1: so excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for coming. So guys that don't know, um, Tabby is one of the co-founders of Music Showcase here at the Mic, which is based in Mount Vernon. Yes,
1: you got it right. Yep. <laughs> so so tell us about it. <laughs> like, how did this come together Okay, so tear of the mic, uh, basically was uh founded by my friend and business partner Anthony Lee, and I basically jumped on board. Um, I was there for the you know our first show production. Uh, we basically have showcases in our city of Mount Vernon, uh, New York, and it just basically sets the it's it's a platform for artists in our city to just showcase their talent and to just have the community come out and support them. Um, the shows are we first initially. We intended for it to, you know, be a monthly thing, but you know, over time and just trying to be perfectionists that we are, um, it stretches out to at least three months, you know, two to three months between each show. So we just had our last two, and our next one is definitely coming up sometime this summer. I want to say late July, early August for sure.
0: All right. So what's the importance of this? Because I know you said Mount Vernon's never had something like this, right?
1: So, uh, for us, we just really wanted to emphasize that we have talent here, too. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to the boroughs or go elsewhere to showcase what you have or to bring awareness to, to the to the um, talent that we have in our city. So, we basically just provided that platform in hopes that, you know, people could just come out and support these artists. And, you know, for them to just gain exposure and experience with just performing, period. You know, before getting out there. So, I know
0: with any new type of business, mm-hmm. you run into those type of, what's it called, <laughs> obstacles mm-hmm. and whatnot. So what's obstacles you guys had
1: to overcome to keep things afloat? Okay. So definitely, yeah, obstacles for sure. Um, I would say marketing and production. Just, you know, just doing the nitty gritty work that it takes to let people know that, okay, this is happening and you guys need to come out with support. and support. Definitely production because, you know, it's a three person team currently and just we're doing the jobs of a 10 person, you know, a 10 person team. So it's just like that struggle with production and just getting everything in order and, you know, in a timely manner and things like that. So I would say those two marketing and definitely production have been some of the obstacles that we've overcame because, you know, as the shows go by, it's definitely gotten better. So. So what's
0: some of the marketing strategies you guys use?
1: Uh, so definitely social media and guerrilla marketing. Yeah, like, we take advantage of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything, Eventbrite, all that good stuff. But it really comes back to the traditional passing out flyers and doing all that good stuff. Anthony is very, very, very uh, crazy about that. Like, he legit will, like, put flyers on cars, like, like they'll do back in the <laughs> days. Like, and, of course, word of mouth. So, yeah, that definitely helps us. And for
0: people who have never seen or been to a say of the mic show, can you give us a quick rundown of like how things run?
1: We basically have one headliner, uh, followed by I would say about four to five artists that you know are really making some noise in our in our hood or whatever. And we, it, okay, so I'll be I'm basically the host. <laughs> Me, and Anthony, basically hosts the show, and Anthony's also an artist himself, so. Uh, for, our first show, for our first show, I'm sorry, he performed, and we kind of have this ritual where he starts out the show with like a freestyle, or maybe he'll do like one song, and then we'll just definitely just, you know, jump right into having the artist perform and things like that. Prior to the show, we do have like red carpet, and we'll get to know the artists a little bit more, you know, with like little interviews and things like that to just get their feet wet with, before hitting the stage, so...
0: And if there's any artists that want to get involved in Tear Up the Mic or people that want to help out with the future
1: showcases, how do they
0: contact you guys?
1: Tear Up the Mic at gmail.com. It's that simple.
0: (laughs) So you heard it, guys. If you're an artist that's looking for a platform to showcase your music or if you just want to get into event production, marketing, and help build a platform, Mm -hmm. what's the Gmail again?
1: Tear up the mic at gmail.com
0: now here dear black girl yes. um, one of the things we like to do is have our guests curate a playlist which basically tells the story of their
1: life Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I know Tabby has her five songs for us I, sh- I sure do it was the hardest thing I ever had to do I'll tell you that because I love music so much and it's like to wind down five songs you know what I mean but I got it. I got it. And I'm ready. <laughs> so to kick things off, we're going to go into number five. And number five was definitely going to be Love Yours by J. Cole.
0: Give me the deets. Like, why is this one of the songs on your playlist?
1: Okay. This song is very important to me because I feel like I feel, I speak for a lot of people when I say that we don't really appreciate what we have. We're always looking for the next best thing or to achieve the next goal or you know to meet that deadline that sometimes we lose sight of the blessings that we already have in front of us, and this song is definitely a constant reminder that you should always love and appreciate what you have now, love yours, you know. <laughs> so, this definitely had to make the cut for me.
0: What are some of the things that it reminds you to hold dearly to your heart?
1: Family, friends, genuine people as a whole. Uh, we don't really show a lot of gratitude to the people that are in our corner all the time whenever we need them and even when we don't need them because we just get so accustomed and so used to them being there that we kind of feel like, all right, well, I know you're going to be there. You know what I mean? We don't really show them that appreciation as often as we should. So I feel like definitely uh, my loved ones, for sure.
0: Speaking of how far you've come, how did you exactly
1: get your start in the entertainment world? So I'd say about four years ago, uh, back in 2013, I, I got the opportunity to be a blogger and a writer for that's enough.com. And now let me tell you, that for me, I was 19 at the time. That for me just like turned my world upside down in a good way. Because, you know, I never really knew I would have a love or a passion for something because I was never exposed to it until that time. I've always loved entertainment and fashion and things of that nature, But it was not until I started at That's Enough.com and just being exposed to all these amazing things and opportunities, uh, such as like media correspondence and attending shows and doing recaps and interviews and things of that nature that kind of sparked my interest for entertainment and music as a whole. Okay,
0: so you got your start there. Where did you maneuver to after that?
1: After That's Enough, um, I met some really amazing people there. A uh, friend of mine, Marie, she has a website of her own called Lady Sav, And, you know, I, I began, like, managing her website and things like that and just kind of getting my feet a little bit more wet in that department. And from there, opportunities just, you know, came at me. And then until I started, like, doing my own thing. And I'm like, okay, well, I could take what I've learned here and apply it to other areas of my life. And that's kind of how that... Uh, tear up the mic became such a you know a success and from there. All
0: right, so let's get into song number
1: four. Song number four is going to be I'm gonna take it to the West Coast when Nipsey Hustle, four in the morning. So this song I really I got introduced to it I wanna say a few months ago and it was introduced to me by somebody special. So it has that significance already. And then on top of that The words, it it just kind of reminds me of how we go through things in life. We we have busy lives, and you always got to make that time to just relax and unwind and enjoy doing some of the things you like to do with the person you like to do. So that always kind of... Because I get so wrapped up with like working and just trying to do what I have to do to meet these goals and things like that. So for me, that song definitely is a reminder that you can relax. (laughs) You can enjoy yourself. So... Yeah,
0: Like you said, going, and when you're going through things, you also grow through things.
1: Absolutely. So, like, uh-huh. what's
0: one of the biggest things that you've grown through?
1: Um, definitely my college phase. That was a struggle for me. Like, just balancing out work and school full time and just trying to still maintain my social life. I feel like that was the biggest obstacle, uh, personally, that I've, you know, had a battle and a struggle with to date. So just like, you know, making sure I get that degree and stay focused while still being young and still living and still creating memories and still keeping my relationships healthy with the people that I had around me.
0: So how did you like get through that? Like
1: Um a lot of music, believe it or not, a lot of a lot of music, a lot of you know, surrounding myself with people that are always going to try to keep me focused and being that um representation of just like Doing what you got to do regardless. Like, life is going to throw curveballs at you. But as long as you just keep going, just keep going. Don't ever stop. Just keep going. And eventually things will work itself out.
0: So, life lesson. What is one of the greatest life lessons you've learned from another woman?
1: One of the greatest life lessons I've learned, I'd say from my mom, always be diligent. And always stand your ground, regardless of the situation. Um, In other words, know who you are and no matter what, whatever, whatever the situation may be at hand, just always be confident in yourself that you're going to overcome it or you're going to get through it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that that's definitely it because my mom was always that strong black woman. You know what I mean? Like she always, always she was the epitome of like of what it meant to be a strong black woman. And I saw that growing up. Like, she never needed anyone to do anything for her. She was always the person to be like, all right, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it. you going to help me or not. Either way, I'm going to get it done. And I feel like having that mindset throughout my life has led me to where I am today.
0: Guys, you have to see, like, sometimes Tabby makes this (laughs) face when it's like, she's trying to
1: think, is this a tweetable moment? (laughs) (laughs) definitely, definitely. (laughs) See, that's my goal right there, to and be it, tweetable.
0: And this is like, you can, like, kind of see, like, this imaginary bubble pop up. Like and it's just, like, a quick tweet, tweet with at
1: That <laughs> is an hilarious. Hashtag. That that's is,
0: what I envision when whenever she makes this face, when she's, like,
1: about to say. Like, that that's the Raven face, right? Like yeah, it's just one of those. She's having an epiphany.
0: Does she have a vision? <laughs> no, she just. Had a tweet that she wants to go (laughs) viral. Right, 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 right.
1: (laughs) So let's get to song number three. Song number three, I'm going to take out of church, speaking of my mom. Uh, Imagine Me by Kirk Franklin. Yes. Imagine me being (laughs) free, trusting you totally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can't sing. And I almost forgot the lyrics. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, where were you when you first heard
1: that song? Imagine me. Oh, Pandora. Yep, definitely Pandora. Uh, I believe about a year ago, honestly. I've just been introduced to this song a year ago. Um, It kind of brings me back to my younger days. You know, I was always a church girl. My mom in the church, me and my sister. Um, And it, it basically keeps me grounded. I feel like my spirituality at the end of the day allows a lot of things not to get to me. Because I I have that faith in God and that trust that everything will work out as long as I keep putting the work in. So,
0: but you're a big believer that the universe yes will work work its out. way yes yes and so that everything good or bad that happens is for It's for a reason a, and a greater good. Yep, absolutely. So, what was one of those type of incidents?
1: Um, let me see. I would have to say. Just like, I mean, I can't really pinpoint one specific incident, but I would say a bunch of little things. Because I'm a big overthinker. I'm extra. I overreact to a lot of stuff. Like, my friends will tell you. I overreact to everything. And it's like, you have to relax. Things will work itself out. Like, for example, for the event, I was going crazy looking for a red carpet for our last uh, Tear Up the Mic show. I could not find one, one that I liked, one that was perfect for the backdrop. It was just, like, <laughs> little things like that. I had to go all the way to Jersey to get it, but it, it it worked out. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's like you just got to trust that things will just work itself out. Um, I feel like we all have those times where we feel like we hit rock bottom, and some people don't really know how to deal with that. And I feel like my faith in God has a lot to do with how strong I am because I just trust that he will work everything out for me you know not to sound so cliche but that's the reality of my situation it's like there's been so many times where it's like all right I don't know what to do time is winding down on me what's gonna happen what's my next move and it's just that I just have to keep going and trust that everything that will happen is gonna happen the way it's supposed to
0: so like now, we're down to song number two.
1: Yep, yep, song number two. This is a good one, too. This is a really good one. Who You Are by Jesse J. Okay, this song it gives me that reminder to always stay true to myself. I mean, it is what it sounds like, just be true to who you are. Um, this song was introduced to me in my senior year of high school to one of my friends, her name is Kaya and I was going through a very awkward stage, (laughs) and I felt like that song was just so necessary for me as a reminder that it is all right to not be okay, but it gets better. So, yeah, that's why I chose that song as my (laughs) number four. What do you mean, awkward stage? Like, awkward. Like, I was having boy troubles, and I didn't know what college I wanted to go to. I thought I had everything figured out, but then I didn't, and then um, I was in a new school. It was just weird. It was really, <laughs> it was really weird. I, it, I always think about that time in my life, and I'm so grateful for it because it really built me. It really built me. Like I knew what I didn't want to feel like anymore, and I knew that going forward into my freshman year of college that I was gonna make some changes. You know, not for anybody but myself. Um, in the song, she basically just talks about you being okay with things not being okay for you right now, and to just trust that, you know, it'll be fine. Everything will work out, and it'll be fine. Just maintain who you are to keep your sanity better better yet, you know, for lack of a better word. um, Just be true to yourself, always.
0: From your standpoint, what's one of the um, challenges that a lot of young black girls face uh, today, like in oh. society or within this industry?
1: I would say... How can I put this in the most decent way possible? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like we're discriminated against a lot
0: mm-hmm. just
1: because of how we look. If your skin is not light enough. If your baby hairs is not on your forehead, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and that's just the re- the sad reality of that situation. Um, We're often sexualized. If you are black, you have to be perfect. You, your titties got to be up here. If your stomach is not on, what they call it, Beverly Hills, skinny <laughs> and that's a thing yep that's a what is that, that? Is a thing well, they said something like oh uh waist on beverly hills ass on houston texas like you have to be a doll and it's like we put women under so much pressure society and other women too it's not even just men um we put so much pressure on each other to be perfect and it's like what are we really being recognized for You know what I mean? It's just, it's sad. And you're not really recognized for what you can do. Not our accolades, not not the things we accomplish, not what we know, not our skills about how we look. And I just feel like that's an epidemic that needs to be tackled because it's very deteriorating to character and to self-esteem, especially for young girls. That, I feel like, especially in the work environment or in the industry, period, no matter what you do, it's that's a major issue. That's a major issue. You can have all these accolades and all these accomplishments, and to some people, that doesn't mean shit.
0: This actually reminds me of an IG post I saw earlier. Actually, let me go see if I can find it because I don't want to butcher it. Okay, you should take that screenshot, girl. <laughs> I I think I that's did. Me. Matter fact, I have of a fact. million
1: screenshots <laughs> on my phone. Like, it's I crazy. think I
0: might have taken that screenshot. Uh, no, I definitely didn't. Well, give me one second. Mm. Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. It reads, Y'all don't support talent, y'all support popularity.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I feel like a lot of people they 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 excel because of who they know. You know what I mean? And granted, that kinda is a good skill to have. You have to network, you have to make build relationships and things like that. That has always been a thing, but now it's it's more magnetized. Like You have to know somebody or you have to be that it girl or with a million followers to get where you need to be. And the people that actually know what they're doing (laughs) or the people that are do have a knack for that specific, you know, skill or whatever the case might be, are overshadowed by talentless. What what do you want to call those people? Talentless, popular people. So, (laughs) yeah. And I mean, it's not fair and it's sad, but it's the truth. It's our reality today. So in your words,
0: how would one overcome those type of things?
1: Oh, your talent has to match your work ethic. You have to put in that work. Yeah, you can sing, you can rap, you can produce, you can do all that. But you have to go out there and you have to network. You have to let people know that there's gold right here. You know what I mean? You have to do that work. You can't just expect for it to fall in your lap. And that's where the hustle and the grind comes in. And I feel like with those two, you you, you you have no choice but to win. You know, you're, 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 people have to see you putting in the work and then you have to know what you're doing to back it up. So I feel like you have no choice but to win as long as you keep going with that.
0: God, she did one of those tweetable faces. <laughs> I did, I did. I caught myself this time. I was like,
1: mm, I did do that.
0: So as a woman, things can be harder for us. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the point in your life or career that became evident and how did you handle it
1: absolutely okay so i remember we were shopping around uh for venues for an event that i was doing it was a guy that i was working for i was basically you know doing being the event coordinator for him putting everything together and i had reached out to a venue owner in regards to you know getting a quote and just working things out and you know to possibly have the event there um he did not take me serious at all at all I remember like it was yesterday. He did not take me serious. And he was just like, you know, basically just giving me the runaround. And I knew that had it would have been a male that was there with me, it would have been a whole different ballgame. And that conversation would have went totally different. So for me, it was that point I put into perspective, like, you really got to hold your own and be 10 toes down, as they say. Like, because people will try to get to you. And and stuff like this can be frustrating. But the reality of the situation is, don't let that discourage you. Just keep it going. And it, w- it was that, at that time, I had that ha-ha moment where it was like, okay, this is going to happen more than, you know, a lot more than I would expect it to. And I just have to know how to deal with it and just take my business elsewhere and That's how I dealt with that situation.
0: Before we get into song number one, I will say this. A lot of your songs have been, like... Very emotional. Not (laughs) emotional, but one of those, like, self-awareness, self-build-up. Like, what's the importance of, like, always being able to build yourself up and give yourself that pep song?
1: Because nobody else is going to do that for you. I feel like self-growth is just so important for everybody. It doesn't matter how old you are what you look like or where you're from it's so important to always evolve and to just know who you are from the inside out at all times this world will just take you on roller coaster after roller coaster after roller coaster and that will be okay if you are content and you are aware of who you are through the midst of everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> was that tweetable was that tweetable <laughs> but i'm just being honest though it 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 it, it is what it is like Self-awareness and just knowing who you are and being comfortable with who you are. Nobody can tell you anything when you know who you are and you're comfortable with that.
0: I feel like that type of message is something that's really important for black women, especially younger black women, because mm-hmm. like the different images you get mm-hmm. thrown at yourself. Or, like, you know,
1: I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like you have to accept yourself for who you are. And just appreciate that while because we we all have growing pains and we all go through those phases where it's like, all right, should I do this? It, it could be something simple. It could be something simple as just what should what should I do with my hair? You know what I mean? As long as you're doing it for you, whatever it is you're doing, as long as you're doing it for yourself and not anyone else or for approval or anything like that. I feel like that's completely fine and that's okay. It's okay to explore and it's okay to expand your horizons and do whatever it is you feel is necessary as long as it's for you. And I feel like I try my best to be that platform or that what do you want to say? That that role model for my younger, you know, people that I have around me like my niece. Like I always try to talk to her because I never really had that I mean, I had my older sister, and she was always there for me as much as she could be. But she had her own family, her own things going on, and I was always that person to kind of just like, all right, let me not be too overbearing. But when I needed her, she was definitely there for me. So I always just tried to be that for somebody else, and it is so important to set that to set that uh, ro- um, representation that. Be yourself and do whatever you want as long as it's for you and it makes you happy. Life is too short to be living it for like other people or to be scared to do something because you feel like you're going to fail or what people might say. Go ahead and do it. Song oh, number one. On Savvy's playlist. What I'm excited about this one. <laughs> you are? Because I, I feel like you, you cannot have a little bit of beyonce you, know, play, you have to. Like, I feel like... Oh,
0: especially as a black, black girl, girl. code. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Beyonce has to be so,
0: somewhere up there.
1: Among all her amazing songs, I would have to go with I Was Here.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah.
1: Right off four <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is probably, like, one of my favorite um, Beyonce albums. Yeah, mine too. And especially, like, that song right there that came when... What I had just graduated from college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get the diploma and. Feel invincible. You feel, you really do feel invincible. <laughs> like, there is no feeling like graduating from college oh, yeah, at all. And you're just on this high for like three or four months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like what? New like degree. you don't have to have
0: a job. You don't have to have a job. You don't have to have money. You're just on a high like. I can do anything. whatever anything like Bachelor's Degree I'm, <laughs> I'm Exactly I'm black
1: educated,
0: college educated at that. Boy, Sally May not even hit you yet, so you don't know, really right? know the stress <laughs> so Sally May knocking on your I'm door every five days. Right <laughs> and it was just like one of those songs like I was here, like I'm ready to
1: leave this mark <laughs> on, on the, the world. world. And I and I absolutely agree with you cuz that song gives me that very same feeling. It's like we all aspire to be great and you know, to leave our mark on the world or whatever the case might be. You want to just be legendary. You want to be able to say, "Okay, I came here, I lived my life, I enjoyed it. This is what I accomplished and this is what I left behind." That legacy is so important. And I feel like that this song is everything that I aspire to be. Every single thing to the T. With that being said, what's mm-hmm. the legacy you want to leave behind? I, I I just I want people to know that I was passionate about everything I did. I don't want people to to have this idea that I just did things because it was just something to do. I want them to know that there was a passion behind it and I want them to know that I inspired others in that process. Because for me, that is so important. I feel like if you're not living in your purpose, then what are you really doing? So... Definitely leaving my mark on the world and inspiring others. That's what I want. That's the legacy I want to leave behind for sure.
0: And speaking on the future, what do you think we as women should instill in the daughters we have now or make plans to have later on in life?
1: Oh, this is such a good question. Because I talk about this with my nieces and my older sister all the time. Um, Always stress the fact that they are important and what they say or what they have in their minds matter. Always let them know that it is important. Whatever it is you're thinking about, let me know. It is important. I feel like what what, what can be detrimental to uh, black womanhood nowadays is the fact that we feel like we don't have a voice. And I feel like it starts from young. You have to instill in your daughters that you are important, and always speak up. Always, always speak up.
0: Now, when we end the show, we mm-hmm. end it with the dear black girl letter. Okay. Signed from our guest. Okay. So, Savvy,
1: here's what your you dear give black a little girl letter. Spoke word on.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, dear black girl, you are important. You are beautiful. You are powerful, and you are. You have the capabilities to do anything you put your mind to. Always be unapologetic about every and anything you are passionate about. And you will always win. Sign Tabby. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, right? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was it. There you go. that That's gems right there.